cracking up already. <laughs> Episode oh 357. We're coming in hot today. Welcome oh, to we the sure show. We sure are. My cheeks already hurt. <laughs> we should just start all the time. Just like record. We're, you know. <laughs> right. We should be on a reality oh, show, Sarah. What are we doing? That is it. Right. What are we doing? <laughs> Wait. We need. Can we please open the show with the hilarity that was your rape whistle going off oh my god Susie! i yeah, tell everybody because then <laughs> i'll i'll i you have no idea oh, there's it, the a story follow-up. only gets better there's a follow-up oh, god go ahead okay well sarah was <laughs> over our house and we were swimming and stuff and she went in the house to get something and when she came back you had your hands full and you were kind of holding your towel around your waist which you know that's awkward to do and wait no and yeah yeah and you go guys your alarm is going off do you Mm -hmm. hear that and like the closer you got to me i did hear it (laughs) it was like every room i walked into i'm like it's in here too and i'm looking up and she's got like the ring doorbell system set up and i'm like it's definitely that and i must have done something and i'm like your ring is going off yeah. And I was like, that's like, I didn't even happened. know what made that noise. Yeah. And I was like, that is a very scary noise. And then we discovered that it yes. really was Sarah's rape whistle. Yes. <laughs> she carries around. Well, okay. So I go and do these events where I'm, you know, doing like sexual assault trainings and stuff like that, or, you know, response trainings. And uh, <laughs> they give us like little, like, they, and they always give me like a little cute, like, gift bag and everything. And they'll often be the items that they, like, give away to, like, at these sharp centers, which are, like, the sexual assault response centers and everything. <laughs> and they're, these, they're things like, you know, stuff to protect yourself in a situation <laughs> like that. So I have this keychain that I, I thought, I was under the impression, I had no idea how it worked. Like, it came with no instructions. Yeah. It just came in a little bag that had the, late, the name of, like, the, the, you know, center on it. <laughs> and it had a button on the top yeah. that looks like a flashlight. That's a flashlight. So when you press yeah. the button, it shines a light. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, what a large item for just such a little light. But isn't this convenient because I can always, there's no light, light at my front door. And I sometimes, you know, I yeah, like, like fucking around with the key. Sure. So I had it in my bag and I did not know that it's how it's designed. is like if you if you separate the... Bought the little device from the keychain. It has like a little release, like quick release thing. Then it sets off this noise that's like <laughs> forever, forever until you find it. That was the funniest part is that once you realized it was in fact your rape whistle, <laughs> you still were like, I've never used this and I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> right. Because I was like, what? I don't know. And it looks like there's a button on the top and I was pressing all the buttons. I'm like, hold it down for five seconds. Maybe it's something like that. Like I tried everything. And then you have to connect the thing again. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to basically be not being raped. Right. In order to True. solve the problem, which is a handy, you know, yes. and effective tool. Yes. yes. <laughs> so... It's awkward for it to go off when I have no idea how it works at your house. Yes. It's super awkward <laughs> when it goes off on a date. No. Yes, Susie. It didn't. It did. What happened? Oh, my God. Not once, but twice. What? So, yes, Susie. So, let me tell you. So, here's Susie. how it goes. So, I'm, I'm Don't weaponize myself. my name. <laughs> Isn't that the worst when people use your na- full name in the middle of a sentence? Yes, Susie. It's the actual worst thing. It's the I hate it. Anyways, 
So I'm, we're, I'm going on this first date, and it was so much fun. It was great. And we were playing Scrabble on the beach and having a little, like, you know, wine and picnic kind of deal. Very cute. And super fun. And so I have, like, my little beach bag. And I swear to God, as I'm packing up this bag, like, putting my, you know, keys into the bag to walk down to the beach, I'm thinking to myself... This is probably going to go off at a really awkward moment. Like, the, why do you, you should definitely take this off. And then I'm like, eh, whatever. I was like struggling for a second. And I'm like, oh, it's too much of a hassle. So I don't even bother. And uh, then after, you know, we have like a couple glasses of wine on the beach and play our Scrabble game that, you know, I won. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> You're and such an asshole. Such an asshole. The worst, right? Um but uh, uh, hopefully he thought it was like cute and endearing or like something or like I'm smart or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, never again. Um, so uh, uh, so as we're like walking up and now, you know, I've had my two glasses of wine. So I'm like, oh, like, you know, in a good mood and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, a little like maybe not as paying, paying as much attention to my keychain yeah. as I should. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go and like pull it out of my bag and it gets caught on the strap and sure enough no. goes off. And then I'm telling him like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. This should happen the other day. I don't even know how to use this. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to explain like why I have this. And then I connect it. And then I, I say something like, you know, I like he was talking about, I don't know, whatever. And I said, well, it's not as bad as like setting off a, you know, rape alarm on first date. <laughs> and then as I'm saying that, I do it again. You didn't. Yes, because I like go to like dramatically like reenact it because that's what I do, and then I dramatically reenacted it to actuality or whatever, like into reality. I like like I imagine that the rape whistle is like, damn, she gets raped a lot. (laughs) What is happening to this woman? Or like, what if the rape whistle was like real victim blaming? Like, what is she wearing? (laughs) (laughs) Right, she had it coming. Oh, oh god. god that is so funny <laughs> oh that's great god. you must be a real pro though at turning it off now <laughs> yeah now i that's am good but i've since stored that thing in my glove compartment because yeah I'm that's good. a better spot for it i'm good yeah <laughs> jesus christ almighty <laughs> well i couldn't believe it this is another reason you guys have to follow our instagram on brain candy because you best believe i got footage of that oh I was already thinking, I saved it. I was going to text you right after and be like, you know that video you have? I'm going to need you to save that because that's definitely going to come up on a podcast. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just save it for, you know, because then you'd ask questions and I needed it to be, I needed you to, you to hear this first time on the show as we record. Yeah. Watch out for that uh, Insta story because it is a real crowd yes. pleaser. God, your Insta story, like you capturing anything, like I didn't realize how ridiculous I am until I had you following me around with the camera. You would think those 10 years I spent with actual cameras following me (laughs) would would have have showed me that. Would have clued me in. Oh, it's so great. Um, I must have forgotten. Another thing that is great and I keep trying to tell you guys is Fabletics. I love these pants, especially they have leggings and um, pants. They are so great for fall. Like you can wear them with yes. boots. I've seen a lot of people styling them with really cute leather boots. They look great. Oversized sweater. Oversized sweater. It's sweater weather. So I love it. Uh, Fabletics is athleisure. It's a one-stop shop for affordable athletic wear, but it's so cute that you really can style it and wear it um, wherever you're going, whether it's the gym or Starbucks or out for the night. You can look super cute in these clothes. They're 
luxury, but with an affordable price tag, which is for me a wonderful idea. Um, they're high quality and they look super cute. Um, and they gave you guys a deal because they love us. Uh, they're offering our listeners an incredible deal. You don't want to miss. Get two pairs of their adorable leggings for $24. It's a $99 value when you sign up for the VIP program. Just go to fabletics.com slash brain candy to take advantage of this deal now. That's fabletics.com slash brain candy to get two pairs of leggings for only $24. Also free shipping on orders over $49. International shipping is available and there's no commitment when you purchase your first order. Fabletics.com slash brain candy. I read this article about somebody who was basically making the argument that you should be able to look like garbage when you go to the gym. Like that's... You shouldn't try to be yeah. sexy. And I really didn't like it because... Yeah, I feel the opposite. Right. Because she was <laughs> like, you know, you're going to the gym to sweat and whatever. You should be allowed to be comfortable. But who's to say that you're not comfortable in leggings? Yeah. Well, and also, who's to say what makes you comfortable, period? Yeah. Some people feel more comfortable when they have, like, a full face of makeup on or whatever. Like, for me, I feel really insecure. This is going to sound ridiculous and it's like these kind of things do but who cares uh i feel ridiculous when my hair is really frizzy at the gym okay that sounds silly but i always feel like i look like a hot mess who doesn't know what she's doing when i like have like the curly hair everywhere yeah you look like frazzled i want yes Uh frazzled so i want like i make sure my hair is like slicked in like my ponytail and like got a headband on and it makes me feel more confident when i'm like you know, if I should be looking in the mirror when I'm at the gym. Yeah, I just don't get people who prom- sort of like rail against you wanting to look nice. Yeah. Like if that makes you well, feel good also, at the gym, knock yourself out. The same way I wouldn't want somebody coming on and like, like saying, being all preachy, like you have yeah. to look nice when you go to yeah, the gym. Yeah, wear whatever the hell you want. Right. Well, you know what's the opposite for me? The grocery store. What? How so? I look schlubby when I go to the grocery store. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And like, I don't give two, I give zero fucks. Oh. Because I almost, I don't know why. It makes me feel like, you know what it is? Okay. Okay. <laughs> this, if I were to explore this one with myself, I feel like I make healthier food options when I feel like I'm gross at what? the grocery store. Really? Maybe that's it. Because when I feel like I'm looking really good at the gym, I work out better. Oh my god! So if you go to the grocery store and you look like crap, you buy better food. I maybe maybe I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, Sarah, you need to like eat healthy. Oh, that's interesting and weird. I don't know. I'm just trying to like this is totally it's me. Your just theory, like, theory, but you know, because I definitely don't put like I don't care, and I go to the gym and or not like yeah, it matters when I go to the gym. Huh? Yes. Yeah, maybe see, it's who I'm going to meet at the grocery store versus no, because I even did. Oh, excuse me, a little burp. I haven't did that when I was married. Huh. Well, yeah. if you see Sarah at the grocery store, don't judge her. Don't judge me. Don't judge she me. She goes at the in there with her line. frizzy hair. She doesn't care. Totally. Yeah, and like sweats and like. Ha- yeah, maybe it's because I'm like always yeah. just rushing to the grocery store. <laughs> I love that you've created a whole paradigm, though, about why it is. Right. I'm like, <laughs> what happens there? Maybe. I'm like, I gotta like gross myself out and then i'm like 
Sometimes that's what motivates me to get healthy and go back in the gym anyway. I get to this point where I'm like, Sarah, you have been eating hamburgers and sitting on the couch watching Friends for two weeks. Pull your life together, woman. Kind of along the same lines. I've decided in my mind yesterday that, you know how I love to follow those um, accounts on Instagram that are about organizing your house? Yes. And I was thinking, who else is into that? Because it's very popular. Me? I think there's two categories of people. Oh, okay. There's the people who are already hyper-organized like I am, uh-huh. where they really love labeling and getting things s- sorted. And then there's people who absolutely will never be organized. <laughs> they like it. They, want the, they like the idea of it and they aspire to it, but that is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they, they follow it too. What, is your, what do you think? I think that's true. Yeah. I think the same thing goes with a lot of that that stuff. Like the same thing goes with like fitness accounts. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cuz I I can even get like that. I think that it's a rare person who starts out really messy. Oh, and totally. And then is inspired by it and then changes their whole life. I think that's well, unusual. Well, to make totally. And to make behavior changes, you need a really like all everything has to be kind of well, first, the person's motivation has to be there, then, like, a system to support this change. Like, if you're living in a home or you have roommates or you, uh, you know, have multiple people living with you and you decide to get organized, you have to get everybody else on board, too. Yeah, right. That can be the biggest challenge, especially when there are habits like that that become, uh, you know, really, like, almost contagious in mm-hmm. a way. You know, like, how do you, what do you, I don't even know what you call that, but... Yeah, so often it's like, you know, if you've got like two generations of people who are messy, good luck. You have one who really wants it clean, but it can happen, but you have to get everybody on board. And it's just like therapy. Like if, if I'm working with a family yeah, or, or working with one individual who's coming in talking about issues with their family and it's all relationship dynamics within the family structure, it's very difficult to do it with just the one person when nobody else is aware that their changes have like that one person has to be really good at communicating like this is how I'm trying to make change this is what you know how you guys can respond to that change but if there's only one person who's like yep we're changing nope. the rest of the system is going to be like what the f- what no we're not yeah you know and it's like I there's a great uh uh, uh metaphor you know whatever uh analogy with of like a mobile and how like they all the little pieces on the mobile are perfectly balanced. And when you take one and you shorten the string or like lengthen the string, the rest of the mobile gets all crooked yeah. and off balance. And that's kind of what happens. And it like doesn't work. Yeah. So but the, I agree. We can't but You try. are correct. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm onto something with that. Yeah, but then maybe that person will be like, will then leave the house and, or like you know, <laughs> right. maybe it's a kid who like lives. Or maybe they'll break up with that person and, you know... The person you're with has to like appreciate that. That has to be something that they, that matters. Yeah, you know. And most I had a hard time not. keeping my my cupboards organized because it wasn't a the joint other half of the party. Yeah. What it, yeah, it was like, well, I don't care. And like we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, that drives that. me like, crazy. Because like a lot of the value that a uh, stay at home mom or wife or husband right. brings is you know to create a nest that is welcoming and comfortable for the family. But yeah. if the other partner doesn't give a crap about that, right. then that other person gets no value, has no value assigned to them. 
I mean, my medicine cabinet looks like yours, where it's each little, it's like one of those little pull-out yeah. you know, drawer things, yeah. like a little, what do you call it, like Tupperware yeah, I don't know drawers. what the name is. Yeah. And, uh, and each, each little drawer is labeled first aid, Band-Aids, cold medicine, da-da-da. <laughs> You'd think that they would go back in the drawers with the labels. No. I mean, we had one of my favorite arguments, which I've told the <laughs> story on here before. Favorite. This is in my top five favorites. Uh, what, like, I... <laughs> and I've said this on here before. Like, so it should be like fair game if I said the story when I was married. Yeah, now yeah. I should be allowed to say it when I'm yeah. divorced. What ifs? Um, so I had all the spices. Like he was cooking and he puts back the spices just like wherever. And I'm like, oh my God, you had them alphabetized. The spices. Yes. I said, the spices, honey, can you just put them back in the right place? Well, how do I know where the right place is? Well, they're alphabetized <laughs> from A to Z. Well, right how am I supposed to know what, that they're alphabetized? The shelf literally says spices A <laughs> through Z. Literally says that. Right. So I'm like, well... The label could have been the first indicator. Yeah, everyone has different strengths, so... Right, right. You know, and sometimes I just think they don't look like, you know... Yeah, it doesn't occur to everyone. It's okay. It doesn't. So that was that something going to be like, you know... This is where we put the spices. They're alphabetized. Can you get fall in line this with that? This is sort of okay. like our thing about the dishwasher. I mean, yes, that's very important is. to some people. My God, I'm terrified for this next person I'm with. <laughs> They're going to be so... I'm going to be like, here's the manual. Here's like the the, how, the rules. Study them. No, learn them. I think it's when you do it, when you've been divorced, then you're in good shape because then you know like what, how to do things differently. You just yeah. like tell them the truth early on. You don't bullshit yes, all that stuff. Totally. And I say that, like, and I'm really clear. Yeah, I would be like, you know, when you put the things back in any order or whatever, it makes me feel disrespected or, like, the things that I do to care for this home aren't valued by you. Yeah, get on board and hit the road. Is da-da-da-da-da. Yes, so I'm using my congruent communication (laughs) strategies to get what I need. Whoa! Uh, Sarah has a new apartment, and in that apartment, I would suggest that you install an Omigo toilet seat. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I have it in my Ooh. box. I haven't even unpacked it yet. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Maybe you could because... I should do that today. You don't want to be after. in the dark ages with your toilet seat. No. And I want a nice, cushy-tushy. <laughs> Let's get real. Cleaning up with TP is outdated. We don't memorize phone numbers or rewind videotapes anymore. Why would we use old-style toilet seats? Here's the thing. It's kind of... If you really think about what we have cooking in the bathroom, it's kind of gross. Why don't you get an Omigo? It has a heated seat, a nightlight, a remote control, a deodorizer, and it cleans you up properly yes. and you don't waste toilet paper. My God. Just yes. get anal about cleanliness in the bathroom. <laughs> I can't live without my Omega, neither should Omigo, neither should you. That's why our friends at Omigo are hooking you up with your very own warm water wash luxury bidet seat. It's amazing. Listeners, Omega, Amigo didn't forget about you. Get 20% off your order when you go to myomigo.com slash brain candy. That's Omigo with an O as in, oh, how did you ever live without this? For better health and hygiene, stop wiping and start washing. You'll be glad you switched. That's myomigo.com slash brain candy to get 20% off the toilet seat that's changing lives one wash at a time. I say go to their I mean, website and just watch the video. It is so funny. It's the perfect gift for anybody in a relation like that we talk <laughs> about so everything we talked about like this is what you should be getting your husband mm-hmm. or they should be getting you 
Right. Because yes. recently I've learned we've got a lot of male listeners. What Shout is up with that? I did not know this until recently yeah. either. Shout out to all you guys out there listening. I know you are. My brother Lucas. Shout out to Lucas. Can we talk about the story that he suggested yet? Or are we not ready? Oh my God. I didn't do my research on it. Crap. Can we just thinking? do the teaser and then yes, we'll let's fill do in a teaser? Oh my, <gasps> oh my God. Because this blew my mind. My brother calls me. He's the cutest. So he calls me and he's like, Sarah, I got to tell you. <laughs> it was very urgent. Uh, yes, urgent. He's like, I need to talk ASAP. <laughs> Stat. And, uh, and so I call him back. And he's like, first of all, I got to say, I love your podcast. I said, thank you. He said, I, I said, came, thank you. Yes, I came to, he said, I came for just, you know, to hear it and check it out. And I stayed for 20 more episodes. That is goes, so cool. And he's like, now I'm going back in the archives. And he's like, I've been taking notes and I have stories for you. So he had a bunch of things that he wanted to talk about. And, uh, he told me this crazy story where he was inspired by us talking about all like the genetics and like people not knowing the families they're from and things like that. So in 19, I think he said 1967, there were two baseball players that played for the Yankees that swapped lives. This is like unbelievable. Everything about, they, they just said, hey, I like your life better. He said, hey, I like your life better. And they just switched. They Both of switched them had children. Lives. They were married, had children, and they swapped wives. They swapped houses. They swapped children. This they is, went and became the fathers for, what is happening? It's inconceivable. I haven't even Googled this yet, but he said, he said it's a well enough known story to where People have done articles on this, and you can research it, yeah. but not well-known enough for it to be, like, something anybody's heard of. It's bonkers. Like, bonkers. And he was like, you could talk about what would happen, what would happen today if this happened. He, like, he gave me all these speeches. And for some reason, when, like, my brother gives me, like, production, like, notes or whatever, I don't mind. But when any <laughs> other guy does it, I'm like, get out of yeah, here with can your it. input. But this, I'm like, yeah, that's actually amazing. Yeah, even in my darkest moments, though, I've never thought I would like to switch lives with someone. Oh, my God. And then to have them also have that thought is right. bizarre. Think about how close you and I are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Adam, but I wouldn't want, we would be not be married. To, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. the same. No. I don't want to be married to him. And like, and raise I love my Lincoln, son. but go ahead. You could like. It's so weird. Who would so want to switch kids with weird. another family? What, do you think they just like what wives are like? Okay. Yeah. yeah, the amount of people that had to be on board with this correct is just it makes no sense. And like, did the public notice? Did there has to be more to this story that makes has more sense. to be. It's oh gosh, Ooh, we're all gonna go down a wormhole tonight at this. <laughs> It's going to be so fun. And then we'll all of the listeners, back. all of us together. Yes. It's insane. All right. We'll, we'll dive into that on another one when oh, we get more details. Great. And then the next episode, we're going to have all the info, and then they're going to be able to listen to the follow-up. Oh, it's going to be fun. Listen to this story and tell me your yes. opinion. A woman in Australia sued her neighbors because- I love a heavy sigh in your story. <laughs> I already have meant to it. Because she said- that they were constantly barbecuing and... <gasps> I read this. Okay. She's vegan? Yeah, she's a vegan. And oh, she said they were like constantly barbecuing and she claimed that they were doing it on purpose to bother her because she, uh, she's a vegan and she doesn't Nobody like barbecues intent... Like, they just like barbecue. <laughs> yeah, nobody barbecues a, in, out of spite. Right. <laughs> 
What are you doing? I'm rage barbecuing. Revenge barbecuing. Get out of here. <laughs> right. We just, I have all these meats. The meat's extra tough. I mean, first of all, do you think they're doing it on purpose? No. Okay. I think she's extra sensitive. Like, this seems like, you know, come on. Yeah, she says it's unbearable. Unbearable. Well, it, the only, okay. Unbearable. The only thing that I can say where I in some way understand what she's talking about mm -hmm. is for the brief minute that I was pregnant, those three months, mm -hmm. I could not stand. I mean, the smell of meat was the worst thing I've ever smelt. I, and Landon made bacon one morning and I came down, I cried. I was like, you, what, would, what were you thinking? And I got so mad at him. And I just, I, I was like crying because the smell of bacon, it was so awful. Yeah. And that could have been the hormones. But, uh, you know, so I, I could imagine if you are so, like how terrible that odor is. Mm -hmm. But just because you don't, like that person is well within their rights to freaking cook barbecue. You can't, like, come on. Right. Come on. Because, and that's sort of what I want to know is like, you have a backyard. I get it. Like if, for example, if I played really loud music all the time back right. there, it's like, yes, right. that's my space, but the okay, music okay. invades the other. So right. the barbecue does have that same okay. element. Yeah. We got to like use another, because I'm almost like, okay, smoking. No, you can't do that. But that's dangerous to the other person. Yeah. You know, secondhand smoke. Then I'm thinking, you know, just like you with the music. No. But what other, then I was thinking maybe what if you had a terribly awful like sewer smell right right they would probably get somebody to handle that true that right okay but i mean that's life in this world people barbecue right. i don't know i know god lady <laughs> just move that's what i think because people would live there it's not like what they're doing would prevent her from selling right oh right yeah she needs to just calm down yeah, it seems like a lot to ask. Or like buy some air fresheners. Put some <laughs> essential cuz she probably doesn't use that. So put some essential oils in a diffuser. <clears throat> go light some non-champa and go on your way. <laughs> there you go. Advice from Sarah. Yeah. There we go. All right. I That's, mean, I don't know. I just read the headlines and but then I the way the headline that I saw took it a step further and they said uh that the the house next door had invited like four hundred people over for the like the oh people my god were signing up to now like they were bar like making a big see that's that's not nice either they yeah I think that I think maybe the people next door may have taken it to a an also an equally unhealthy level yeah maybe now they are barbecuing out of a spite yes so maybe at first it started like that and had she not complained that God. Mm. I mean the the complaining late middle aged woman like thing. What are like, that is a weird phenomenon. What do you think I mean, that is that we hit a certain age and then we've had it? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm not complaining about it, and it's it's them because I put this in the same category of those. Well, maybe not. This is like racially based but like i keep seeing these videos of women who are like making calls reporting like yeah that person looks illegal and that i'm like i'm like fuck 
ew. Yeah. Like, oh, and they're always like the same brand. It really is. And I'm like, oh, they got those like glasses that you buy at like 7-Eleven that, you know, she's like wearing on the her forehead that with like, oh, bad, you know, a bad perm and just that really orange brassy hair color that somebody needs to give her a purple shampoo real bad. <laughs> this is and she's so definitely specific. using box color. Oh, for fucking sure. Yeah. Oh God! With the, yeah, yeah, I can totally see it. I'm just mad at all these women because I'm just like I think I've just seen a couple people, of videos though, recently, and I'm just so angry at them. Some people I think really enjoy being outraged. Yeah, well, like, those are the same people who are addicted to those kind of. I think it falls in the same thing as that overactive HPA access that that endocrine system within your body that when you've been exposed to, you know, trauma or when you've witnessed domestic violence or which is, you know, trauma and when you've grown up in chaos or that is something that you've become, your system has become accustomed to, it seeks that out. Those are people who tend to be more um, keyed up and they'll either do one of two things. They see everything as a red flag or they don't even recognize red flags. Yeah, And those people tend to be very you know, like, uh, impulsive and, and really like, like that. And, and I would imagine, you know, that's like the therapist in me who like, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, she probably grew up witnessing a lot of violence. Definitely had parents that were like yelling at them. I know it's terrible. I can like, now I've like labeled her as, you know, box hair color, like, which by the way, you can totally dye your hair with box color. I am not hating on that. So, and I did that for so many years, but this lady does it bad is what I'm saying. It was the wrong shade for her. I mean, um, but yes. Yeah, so now I can like see that I get it, but it's just like, oh, I want to give all these people therapy and some mindfulness tapes. <laughs> there are not enough mindfulness tapes to go around. <laughs> well, if you're going to barbecue, I would suggest using Postmates to deliver those meats to you because Postmates is the largest on-demand network in the U.S. where you can get delivery from all kinds of restaurants and grocery and convenience stores. And uh, of course, you can get things like coffee and donuts and uh, yummy sushi or a breakfast yes. burrito, whatever you need, Postmates mm, will bring it to you 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store, which I love. Um, and you can download that app for free and browse the local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners an incredible Deal $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Start your free deliveries by downloading the app and use code BRAINCANDY. That's code BRAINCANDY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, download Postmates, and save with the code BRAINCANDY. Yeah, and like, don't worry when that hundred bucks runs out because then you'll get little updates that'll be like twenty percent off coupon for fifteen dollars off. Da, da, da. I get do I get, I'm like, yeah, I know where I'm getting dinner tonight. Half off at this restaurant. See, Sarah knows. I know. Um, keep those notifications on. It's like the only one I keep on. That and Tinder. You know how I am. Con- <laughs> oh my god. You it's know true. how I'm constantly trying to convince people to use the library. Yes. <clears throat> well. I was telling Sarah that in addition to all the other services libraries have, I'm still pushing for you people to use it because there is a digital, basically Netflix 
um, you probably associated with your library where you can watch movies for free um, from your computer or whatever. Anyway, I'd say that only to say that I watched the Jerry Sandusky um, documentary uh-huh. called Happy Valley, and I would recommend you guys watch it if you're into, interested in that news story. You know what was fascinating about it? Several things, um, apart from just the crime and what went on and um, the Penn State's reaction. It was. It's fascinating to watch the ways that people get bonkers about sports. Yeah, no joke. Like, I'm not a sports person, so for me it's just baffling Yeah, that people are so what? emotionally invested and okay. angry that he fucked up their sports. Oh, God. That that is what they're more yeah. angry about. That is the part that, I, yes, I did. I remember seeing, well similar kind of documentary and then i worked on another one or were with you know another one or was interviewed for that one invisible scars mm. and that was interviewing the son and some of the victims and that i remember feeling ragey about that like oh my god people are getting and that's what she was talking about in the documentary that people are getting more worked up over and like what that does to the victims mm. how cruel that is to say that your sports team is more important than my like life my sanity my well-being my innocence my you know yeah it's really heartbreaking and i know that people would probably say well you know we care about the victims but like the players shouldn't be punished or like joe paterno wasn't the pedophile why are we why did he get fired and all that yeah, but, but it was kind of oh my god, it's just crazy how <sighs> mean. Yeah. Like there was a protester just holding a sign silently against Jerry Sandusky and the pedophilia charges, and yeah. people were trying to take a picture with the Joe Paterno statue, and they yeah. were so mad at this guy for just holding up this sign because they were like, yeah. "I drove two hours to get a picture with this statue," you know, like. It just felt right. really weird. And then I started thinking about why are we even doing statues? Uh, well, I totally agree. I think that's it's a silly thing. It's so dumb. Yeah. Like it is basically a secular well, version of sainthood that we yeah. ascribe to these people. And it's so dumb because then if they make a mistake or God forbid do something like Jerry Sandusky is accused of doing. Right. I mean, it's just a mess. It, yes. It really, anytime that we DFI. take a person. Yes. Yeah. There you go. And for, you know, I feel like this tends to happen in a, uh, with a certain religious group more often than others. And aren't they the ones who are like, don't worship false idols and all that yeah. stuff? So it kind of feels a little I even worse. feel like that when I'm with my, my mom at her house, because she has all these <sighs> pictures of Trump all over her house, like framed. Yeah. And it feels like idol worship. Oh, my God. It to- Oh, my gosh. It totally you is. You know, even apart well, from the fact that I don't agree politically, it just feels weird. And you know how we've talked about, I mean, this is like, you know, just like our own beliefs here, but how, you know, the, the, these big, like, stories from the Bible are, are often, like, these deeper, like, moral lessons that we have to kind of, like... So if we unpack, like, don't worship false idols and yeah, think about, like, right. Trump and all that, what we're really saying is, like, don't give one person this ultimate power and, like, like de- de- deify them. 
because every person is just human and da 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 da. Like, yeah, that's what it's I'm exactly at. what we're. I, yes. Well, and it, I mean, Gosh. it goes on both sides. I mean, people do that with Ruth Bader Ginsburg too. I mean, that's she's true. become and Beyonce, but she is a queen and she is a god, and I don't care what anybody says. I will worship her till the day I die. But it would be weird if they built a statue of her. It's like why? You are correct. Yeah. Oh my God. If we said we're putting up a Beyonce statue in the middle of the Dana Point right here, we'd be like, what? But if you could put up a Joe Paterno statue, yeah. and, well, I mean, Dana Point would be kind of a weird place for her, but right. not for me in front of my house. Go ahead. Put it I don't know. It just feels strange. Um, but what a tragic story. And just the fact that right yeah. after Joe Paterno died, um, and it feels like it was almost like that broken heart thing we talked about. Yes. Where he almost oh, died God. because of the scandal. Did you see the the movie with Al, was it Al Pacino? No. Or Robert De Niro. One of the, I always get those two confused. Al Pacino. It's Al Pacino and he it is so good, Susie. Wait, but what is it about? Uh, he's he's Joe Paterno and oh. it's about the whole story. No, oh, you have I to see didn't. it now. <gasps> and the wife is like it's like they know, but they don't. Oh my god! Really? It's so it's so good, and it's just like the feeling of tension and like I, I really I thought it was really well done. So you think the wife knew too? Which wife? She, the Joe Paterno's wife. You think she knew that there was this issue? Yeah, and if I'm remembering correctly, she was the one who was kind of pushing of like this is not okay. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, but I just remember it feeling like. Do you have this any well compassion done. for people who, like, especially older folks who found out about these improprieties and didn't report it? Because I almost think that people really didn't know that you're, like, didn't know that's what you're supposed to do. Because oh, it was quite common back in. I'm talking about say. old people grew up yeah. during a time when, like, nobody was calling the cops about no, the dirty right. old man. And yeah. so I think it almost didn't occur to them that that was the appropriate answer. Uh, it's it's hard for me to even say that because my my the older people in my life were so like my grandmother was so progressive and you know it she she was like she definitely would have so I just got different a different view of the elderly. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't you're really lucky. have. Ex- I I really am. I totally know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, my grandma lived in like a. You know, hippie artist community in Ojai. <laughs> You're where like, they were like Sus, old people know. Yeah, I'm like old people are the ones who know the most. <laughs> okay. like, I have a really like I it's you're at, like I just don't have don't a, a accurate sampling of the elderly population for me to make a. I don't you know. know. I guess I just think yeah. of my family who are right. were uneducated, yeah. and just you know, there's dysfunction, and you just get on with it. Well, I will say when I go and do these speaking events, especially in you know, kind of like more like middle America or uh, places that aren't like big cities. Yeah. Uh, I always ask, well, everywhere I go, I always ask like, who got this message growing up? Like raise your hand yeah. if you had parents who talked to you about this stuff and who's, who, who were open about good touch and, and bad touch and, uh, or safe, I should say, I, I messed that up. Safe touch, safe and unsafe. Yeah. So never label it good and bad. Um, and, Maybe in an auditorium of two to three hundred, five hands go up. Oh, really? Every time. Okay. Every single time. So we're talking about our generation who are not yeah. getting this message. So then you go back to their parents and then their parents' parents. 
No freaking way are they talking about that. Yeah, I think that there's just like... Yeah. You know, in a lot of places, you just put your head down and you get on with your life and you get through all the crap because it's just a way... That's just like the course of life. I watched a really creepy documentary last... Not documentary, movie last night on Hulu with Dylan McDermott. He is... Uh, it's called the Clover Hitch Killer, okay. and it's about is that a, a true story. No, okay. but it's it's could be right. But it's about a boy who's like thirteen or fourteen, and he and there's like a, a serial killer in the area who like went silent for ten years, and you know, and the boy like he starts to suspect that his dad is the serial killer, and then absolutely oh gets confirmation that he is. And it sounds like a movie that's like, oh, that, you know, like, but it's done so in a way that's so realistic that it like reminded me of all the, the, you know, books we've read for book club and, you know, the one that the BTK killer's daughter or BTK's daughter Mm -hmm. wrote, like very similar to what that would feel like. Yeah. And it's, and it is, oh, it's so creepy. And it just like, because you just like, these are people out there yeah just regular folks yeah Mm -hmm. and it's just and and oh so my whole point of bringing this up was one of the scenes in the movie uh he has the sex talk with his son and it's the most awkward uncomfortable he's like "Uh uh-oh yep i said it oh gross like it's so gross and the whole time they do such a good job and dylan mcdermott is so good in acting like doing like a creepy dad jokes the whole time like where, that we oh, can all relate to. Yes. Yeah. And he's a Boy Scout troop leader and he's like teaching them all about how to tie knots when secretly he's like tying up women with all these knots. Oh, <gasps> it's, yeah, it's good. And I think you would like it. And I think our, uh, our, you know, it's just, it's like how I, I feel like it's, a, but that awkward, the sex talk. And I, uh, the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking this is probably what most people get. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I saw that and I was like, yep. And then they go, okay, we did it. And there, there was like no talk. No. And really it was just a display of the parent's uncomfortability and awkwardness with the subject. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> Which is what most of us endured. Right, right. Um, another thing we can all relate to is wanting to feel healthy and strong and sometimes maybe wanting to lose a couple pounds. Um, getting in shape isn't just about losing weight, of course, and you can learn healthy habits and feeling better about yourself um, when you get more stamina. And you can do that through Noom, which is a great app that people can use to set goals. Um, maybe your goal is to have better self-care or feel more confident in your clothes. You know, if you want to have more energy or just get an overall glow, Noom can help you. They have a a community that holds each other account- accountable and you get a behavioral uh, a coach who can help you set those goals and, and keep you on track. It's just a way for you to get stronger or you know maybe you have a goal of moderation when you eat, whatever it is, and they'll help you. And if you go off track, there's no shaming, just tips to get you where you want to be. Yeah. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash brain candy. Again, uh, go to Noom.com slash brain candy to start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash brain candy. The last weight program you'll need yes. if you need a little help there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that was 
Interesting. Um, I so you really inspired me with all of your talk about libraries. And <laughs> Thank I you. Found, Yay. Yes. So I found a really cool article that was ten things you didn't know were free at the public library. Yes, Sarah. Because you were telling me all about the stuff, like the digital thing. Yes. Got. Um. Oh, and also. I know my phone is listening to me because all of a sudden the advertisement that came up in this article is a police device that says protects from attackers no, and it's my freaking alarm. Try safepersonalalarm.com. Oh That's not an God. advertisement for them, but that just came up. So I'm like, really? Phone? <sighs> They're all listening to us. Mind. Anyways, they're going to wonder what the hell is going on with her. <laughs> they're really worried Who about you. Who stories and rape whistles? What's happening? <laughs> okay. So one of the things that I thought was really cool on here, seeds for your garden. Seeds? That's fun. Yes. Yeah, so, and they were like, then the article was all cute. They were like, don't worry. These don't need to be returned. However, some libraries will ask that if you harvest any fruits or vegetables from the garden, that you return some seeds so that other people yes, can do it. Yes, love this. And I was like, is this a real thing? And then I went past the uh, library in Huntington Beach and they have a huge garden there. And I was like, it is true. They do have that. Yes. So I thought that was really cool. This is interesting. Um, there's some libraries that even let you borrow gardening tools like rakes and hoes and trowels and all this stuff. And so you can use household tools like the Henpin County Library in Minnesota even lets you check out energy meters to measure how efficient your home appliances yes. are. Yes. Isn't that cool? Very. Language lessons, crash yes. courses in a whole bunch of different languages. They even offer Rosetta Stone That's what and mine Mango has languages. Rosetta Stone. Yeah. So like why are we spending all that GD money on it when I know. it's right there for free? Yes. Museum passes. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Super cool. I love that. Yep. Yoga and fitness classes. Wow. I don't think mine has that. That's cool. Yeah. So a lot of times I've seen this because they have that at the Huntington Beach Library as well. Nice. Um, digital magazines. We know about that. That's a great one. Yeah. Activities. Mine is a... Yep. Yeah, yeah. They have it attached to like um, an app. I think it's called Flipster. And I have Ooh. that on my phone. And I can download um, whatever uh, Cosmo, uh, Food, uh, Food Network, um, yes. Prevention, Us Weekly, whatever. Cool. Yeah. There, this one says they have access through um, like a, a, this, I don't know, app or something like that called Zinio, Z I N I O. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that could be another one. And of course, activities for the kids. Yeah, that's like amazing. After school tutoring. Yeah, that's really good. And it's Game you're nights. paying for it with your taxes anyway. Yes, take advantage. Yes. Tutoring, mm-hmm. game nights. It's so cool. Like all that. This one I thought was super cool and that maybe some of our brainiacs who are into this would be into genealogy research tools. Oh yeah. Mine has yeah, a whole so they've room got for that. subscriptions to all of that stuff. Ancestry.com, uh, job search and resume help. Yeah. That's a big Very one. Very cool. Yes. And like my homework for you people is like just go in and get a card, a library card, because then you can access all the digital stuff at home. Like you don't have to be going to the library all the time. You can use their services from home. This huh. sounds like an ad. It is not. <laughs> No, right. This is like the, but we want you to go to your public libraries. We're just doing this, you know, as a, uh, what is it? Like? It's a PSA. PSA. Yes. Yes. It's a PSA. Yes. And the last one I have on the list that I thought, 
I mean, I this is so cool. And I wish that more artists would do this, and I wish more libraries would do this and talk about it. So residents of Ann Arbor, Michigan, they are able to check out original framed artwork Aww. that they can keep in their house for up to eight weeks. Really? And they just, yeah, and you rotate through and you get new art in your house and you get to like support local artists and check out artwork and like have people come over and see the cool stuff. Isn't that cool? Very. Yes. Yeah, these people Or it are also is great hard. for like staging homes if you're like selling your house. Right, you go and, that's like, a check good point. out artwork, right? See... I'm telling you, people, I do not I lie, and I do not want you to waste your time, and this is a, very worth it. Yeah, can you believe that? No. Seeds from the library. The thing that I can't believe is that people don't use it. Right. But they're sick of yeah. hearing me squawk about it. Right. No, I think it's fun. Good. Um, okay, what else did I want to tell you? Does yeah. it freak you out, like, when you're using a website, you know how, like, when you try to leave and then the pop-up comes up? And it tries to convince you not to leave. Or like, you know how when you they say, do you want to sign up for our newsletter and get 10% yeah. off? And then yeah. the options are like, yes, of course, I love to save money. Or the other or one like, is like, no, thanks. I hate no, saving I'm money. No, I'm a loser. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why do they do that? I don't know. It's really silly. And there's one site I went to. Oh, I can't even remember what it was. But it was so annoying because on every single page, it was a clothing site. And every... You know how, like, sometimes I'll be looking through T-shirts, and they'll be, like, 27 pages, and I've already said no, and I have to say no every single time I go to the next page. Oh, see, that, it must that work or they crazy. wouldn't do it, though. It feels like it made me not want to shop there. Yeah, but that's what I'm always thinking is I, whenever I would hear my dad on the phone with a solicitor mm-hmm. when they call... I realized why there are solicitors because my dad would buy it, whatever they were uh-huh. selling. I yeah, think, they're waiting for the one person. Yeah. Who's, yeah, it's like a numbers game. So it has to be like that where this must work or they yeah. wouldn't do it. Oh, my God. You know what else? I keep getting calls for. I don't know what I signed up for, what got my – maybe it's when I moved or something. Um, but now I, my phone number is getting calls like – this is the FPI and we oh, have yeah, your yeah, yeah. social security number. And then I tried, like, they were like, this guy called, like, got me on the phone and everything, like, real person. And he said, yeah, you, your social security number has been compromised. We're going to need you to verify your social security number to me over the phone. No. And I was like, I'm going to need you to verify your whatever. And then he hung up. And, <laughs> Can uh-huh, I need and I was you? like, smooth. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so you verify your number and then I'll verify mine. Yeah, like, I got one not from. Like, your business number, you know, whatever. They, they he said doesn't have a it was social security but the number said it was calling from mainland china (laughs) (laughs) right you know those social security offices in china i know but it's effective those scams work yeah Yeah. irs uh china branch (laughs) (laughs) china branch (laughs) oh god yeah no but i i think it's like you know the elderly people like that like i told you that i had a friend who well, my friend Sarah's friend, whose dad was a victim of one of those like uh, electronic kidnapping things. What's where that? They held, oh my god! I, t- I brought this story up a long, What's long, long time ago. What's electronic kidnapping though? So he, they got his information. They called him on the phone. They said, "We have your daughter," 
and we're not going to give you her, yes, her back until you story. take this money to this d- location. And he had drained their bank accounts. Yeah. He was on like a 24, 48-hour, like he ended up getting pulled over by the police, lied to the police and said like, no, everything's fine. And then the kids like said, no, something's definitely wrong. And then the police picked him up again. And then something like it, it they caught him and, and, but after he had already like drained all the bank accounts. That's terrible. And this is, ha- this happened, it was in Dana Point too, where I'm living now. And it happened to like eight other people living here. But you're telling me she, they didn't have the daughter. They did not have the daughter. Why didn't they he just call did that it. daughter? <sighs> they did something to, like they set it up so he wasn't able to do that. Like they made mm. sure the timing was right. So she was like, they did it all like electronically or, or you know, digitally. So they made it so it really seemed like that to him. Wow. Oh, Can you like imagine? News and everything. Nope, I couldn't. And the family was like freaking out. And, you did know. Did he get his money back? Or he didn't actually end up giving I it to them? I don't know. No, I think he did. He definitely gave them what was in his checking account. Yeah, he like dropped it off at some location. Yeah, it was real crazy. Well, funnily enough, so I, I was reading an article in The Atlantic saying that because there, there was a big drop in crime over the last 20, 25 years. Great. Right. And so many people are trying to figure um, out what was the... Digital crime. Well, no, like just crime in general has declined and they're trying to figure out the causation. What yeah. made this happen? And one theory mm-hmm. is that cell phones caused crime to decline like i don't know what their argument was well i can i can see that because i was thinking that when i was watching this that serial killer movie is i was thinking about how i how always much, say serial killers are yes. going to be antiquated yes yeah how it's much more difficult to get away with something yes in a digital and the feeling that people are watching you all the time. Yeah. That like... You're going to get people caught. People are doing stuff because you are going to... Yeah. And it's too... There are cameras everywhere. There's... You know, so I think... Yeah. So it could have I had that maybe, effect. Right. Mm. I mean, that's the good side. The bad side is yeah. they, there are other ways that they've used technology to... Right. Right. <laughs> you know, get what they want. But... Right. I'd, yeah, like all those credit card fraud rings and like, you know, because remember that, like, the steal your freakonomics stuff. was making the argument that the legalization of abortion had prevented the birth of people who would have been committing the crimes because oh. a lot of people that are high risk or low income were able to terminate their pregnancies and then they didn't bring these oh, high that's risk. That's a really uncomfortable statement. Yeah, that, but that's the the. The book Freakonomics and the documentary yeah. uh, argued yeah. it could have had, you know, an unintended positive mm-hmm. consequence. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if that's true. Well, re- yeah, and is it what 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 you're real? What we're really saying here is having like more social support and all. Like, you know, it's it's really awful when like I, I basically what I'm saying is like. 
we can't be as hard on, you have to look at like systemically what's happening in the position that the people are in that make these choices that choose to do something like, you know, like rob out of desperation or whatever. Mm -hmm. And had we given them the social structure and support and, you know, early childhood education, the things that like matter that would like, hey, maybe we could do some of that and prevent these things too, you know? I mean, I should say that the Freakonomics claim was debunked by other scholars who said that's not why. Um, so it's hard to determine causation, though, right. when culturally oh, there are so many variables. Right. Um, so we can only guess, but right. it's an right. interesting idea. And it's funny that when crime has gone down, we have a hyper-awareness of crime, so we don't feel like it's gone down mm-hmm. because, you know, the virality and all those things make us feel like we're, right. <laughs> we're always in danger. Right, it's the worst. It's like I was saying a couple weeks ago with all those, like, the commercials for the news. Yeah. Forget it. (laughs) Yeah. It's always catastrophizing everything. Yeah, this is killing you. But what's not killing you is how great this freaking show is. Am I right? No, it's giving us life. Hello. (laughs) Leave us a five-star review and don't forget to subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next time for more rape whistle stories probably. Oh, my God. Hopefully not. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.